0: Another day, another Donald Trump indictment, just two months after being indicted in a New York state court uh, for his alleged money laundering uh, hush money payments to Stormy Daniels uh, to to keep her quiet ahead of the 2016 election. Donald Trump, and it's weird that Donald Trump's always the first one uh, to announce that uh, he's been indicted, if you remember uh, back Uh, when he was indicted uh, back in, I think it was late March, early April, by Alvin Bragg in Manhattan, Uh, he posted on his True Social account like uh, a week and a half before the actual indictment came down that he's been indicted. And last night, he was the first one to say that he was being indicted for having uh, classified documents, essentially sitting in a closet in the basement of his Mar-a-Lago Home, and so that is two of the four uh, federal investigations against Donald Trump felony investigations. I, I should say, uh, the New York uh, case is, is a state felony, not a federal felony. This is a, but this is a federal felony, and this is the first time a president of the United States has uh, been charged, uh, uh, indicted. I'm sorry, uh, with a federal cr- crime. And, uh those charges are seven of them they raised from espionage to conspiracy to obstruction and uh if if found guilty, the former president and, and possible uh, future president again uh could be facing decades uh in jail which would probably be the the rest of his life. And uh, this dates back to last August actually it dates back to, Uh, spring of I think it was 2021 or 2022 um, when the feds subpoenaed Donald Trump to return the classified documents that they believed he had in his possession at Mar-a-Lago and those subpoenas had been rebuffed rebuked ignored and then in the summer of 2022 last August there was a raid at his home at Mar-a-Lago And uh, it would have been kept secret, except Donald Trump, again, was the one who announced that he was being raided down in Mar-a-Lago. Now, this was a grand jury down in the state of Florida that uh, indicted him. Uh, There's been a lot of talk about uh, Venue, um, that uh, they couldn't indict him in Washington, D.C. because the crime, because if it happened in Washington, D.C., it would have been a crime. Because the minute that uh, the clock struck midnight on his presidency, that, uh, that that coach turned into a pumpkin, so to speak, um, it, it was illegal to have for him to have these documents in his possession. So uh, it's, it's not a crime in Washington, D.C., but it is a crime down in Florida because when he left Washington, D.C. and he arrived in Florida, he was no longer president, and he was now a private citizen. And uh, I bring up that Donald Trump um, was the first one to go public with the raid. He was the first one to go public with all of his indictments uh, because I think it demonstrates a political savviness, so so to speak, on the the former president's part because um, we all know that Donald Trump is great and he's been playing this game since 2016, since the time he came down the uh, escalator in Trump Tower and said that um, the majority of people coming over the border are, are rapists and murderers. He does a great job of playing victim, martyr, hero, so to speak. So he does a great job of, of, of kicking the hornet's nest. He does a great job of bringing a lot of these troubles onto himself, but then plays uh, victim, and that he is being uh, un- unfairly targeted and he's being witch-hunted uh, to um, w- rile up his base. And I still uh, contend that uh, the only way that any of these legal issues or any of these indictments and, and possible convictions um, are going to affect— the presidential race is, uh, is is if he's in prison. And even then, even then, I'm not sure if, if his base will abandon him. I think that the, uh, the American people might. But again, you know, Donald Trump said he can go out uh, to the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and his supporters would still support him because he is so good at uh, taking a, uh, adversity against him which is normally of his own making, and galvanizing his base behind it and and fundraising behind it. So, you know, if anything, maybe uh, this helps Donald Trump catch up to Ron DeSantis in the uh, fundraising space. Wouldn't it be wild, though? Wouldn't it just be absolutely wild if we had a president in federal prison and uh, he ran the country from federal prison? Oh, my God. It's I, I mean, if that show was if that show was pitched to Netflix, they would turn it down because it's such a stupid premise and it's going to become uh, it's going to become uh, our reality. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I still think Donald Trump gets the uh, Republican nomination. Doesn't matter what happens with him. Um, I believe the Stormy Daniels trial in New York is set for March. I don't know about if, if federal trials are on a shorter or longer um, timeline than, than state courts, so we'll have to, to stay tuned. But you know, a lot of people are saying, well, how's Donald Trump going to get out and campaign if he's tied up in court, which is a valid question for anyone other than Donald Trump. What Donald Trump's going to be doing is he is going to be campaigning from the courtroom steps because uh, we're in a new age here, and I I don't know uh, just how important it is for for these presidents to travel around for rallies, especially um, w- you know w- with him being in court and with him fighting against the criminal justice system that has unfairly targeted him. That's probably more galvanizing to his uh, to his base than any rally that he can hold um, in any flyover state. So. We'll see. Um, you know, you also wondered there was news of an, uh, of, of an audio tape that leaked last week um, that uh, hasn't been released publicly. Maybe it hasn't been released publicly because it's evidence, but it was him bragging at a uh, golf course in the summer of 2021, I believe, uh, that he had classified documents and that uh, those classified documents had to do with a potential uh, military attack on Iran. And you, you kind of have to wonder how much of this the former president brought onto himself. Like, if he would have just, I don't know, um, complied with the original subpoena, turn him over and said, oh, my goodness, I did not know I have these. I am so sorry if it would have just been swept under the rug and, and, and no charges. It probably would have been swept under the rug because I, I think it makes, uh, it, it makes the people who were supposed to keep these classified documents safe and classified, it would make them look bad. But again, like I said, uh, Donald Trump, while the FBI tried to quietly carry out a raid on his Mar-a-Lago property, uh, he, he he made hay out of it. Um, there's this clip of Sean Hannity literally trying to give the president cover, saying, I can't imagine you stealing a box of classified documents. That doesn't sound like you. And um, so, so what if I did? I can do it. I can do it. And, 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 and you can just see Sean Hannity just trying desperately to, to throw Donald Trump a lifeline, which Donald Trump essentially uh, ties a stick of dynamite and throws it back at Sean Hannity, and he defeatedly has to um, um, you know, move on to something else um and then he was asked about the CNN town hall again he was defiant i wonder if donald trump would have just been compliant and didn't try to make this a, into a big spectacle about how he was a hero victim um if 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 this would have gone a, a lot differently for him and uh the iran audio tape i i wonder if that was the final straw in in some of these um in 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 some of these charges we'll see um, and, and, you know, throughout the whole Stormy Daniels um, indictment saga, so to speak, everyone was pointing at this and the Georgia election interference cases as the two cases that could send the former president to jail. There's still the January 6th investigation out there as well. But, I, you know, what? I feel like the former president is probably more worried about this just based on the lawyers that he's using. Um, if, uh, if you remember during the Stormy Daniels, uh, uh, news story back when it was in the news and back when it was being debated, he used a lawyer, uh, in front of the media, media named Joe Tacopina, who, uh, to me, he seemed like uh, a, a guy who like, uh, would go out and put cement shoes on folks for the, uh, for the mob and have people sleep with the fishes today on the today show. He had this guy named Jim Trusty. And this Jim Trusty guy is good. And this Jim Trusty guy may very well help him walk after these allegations or, or at least plead it down to something else. Uh, because I came in halfway through the interview and uh, Trusty's tone, his delivery uh, was so calm, neutral, yet competent that I thought he was actually uh, uh, an, uh, an impartial legal expert talking uh, to Craig Melvin until I went uh, and and I rewound to the beginning of the interview. And it's like, oh, wow, this is one of Trump's attorneys. He must be really worried about this because this dude seems good. And, and this is probably the best attorney that he has in his team of attorneys. So I think just by that, I think the former president's a little bit more worried about this uh, than Stormy Daniels. Uh, he was even a little more worried about this than Egene Carroll. Egene Carroll was civil, so they might have just uh, decided to take their loss on that and, 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 and uh, focus on you know this th- this this felony business but but nonetheless, I think that uh, Trump is throwing all his legal firepower at this, and I think that might be a sign that he's a little bit worried. Um, Really interesting um, reaction from Trump's political opponents, mainly Ron DeSantis, the main contender for the Republican nomination, governor of Florida. Um, He is maintaining that this is an unfair witch hunt, um, which seems like an interesting strategy because uh, normal logic would dictate that you take this and you use it to bury the guy. However, Ron DeSantis has to walk a tightrope here. Um, because I think he is still trying to win some Trump voters. If he comes out and says Trump is guilty of sin and there's no way in hell that he should be, excuse me, there's no way in hell that uh, he should be anywhere near the Oval Office, I think is going to uh, it, it might galvanize some of the the support that he's siphoned off and, and bring it back to Donald Trump. He knows what a political minefield this is for him. And he knows how good Donald Trump is at turning these situations into positives for him. So I'm sure when it comes to debates, I'm sure when when the time is right out on the uh, campaign trail, he probably will start saying those things in a in a tactful way. But uh, at this current juncture, uh, he is maintaining that uh, this is an un- these are unfair charges. And-, and I think what he's also trying to do is he's trying to demonstrate some integrity. You know, he could say, hey, you know what? Uh, me and my uh, opponent here, we disagree on many things. But one thing we can agree on is, is fairness of the law. And this is not it. So we'll see what happens. And. Um, Two of the four possible uh, felony charges that the president is facing, he's been indicted on. And uh, election season's going to be wild, man. I don't know. I, uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I fear for our country because we've got no good choices for leadership. But uh, I'm also morbidly curious to sit back with the popcorn and watch what happens.